Why are lining up? Well, they're excited. Hi guys, uh, this is the Sons of Mjolnir. Welcome back to our podcast. Um, thank you for coming back, or if it's your first time, thank you for joining us today. Um, and if you haven't got to check out our last episode, please go do for us. It'd really help us out. Uh, my name's Gorgon. I'm Fat Thor. I'm Cap. And we're the Sons of Mjolnir. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you everybody for coming out and checking out our new episode. Today, we are going to be talking all about banner of war so that's going to include the new hulk run the new thor run also we're going to be going over some of hulk and thor's famous battles throughout history obviously over the years they have fought each other like probably hundreds of times so we're not going to be going over every single fight that they've had but we picked out a couple that we think that are kind of noteworthy and kind of sets the stage to where we're going to be going for this new run. So I'm excited. Are you guys excited to get into this? I'm stoked. I, I am, especially uh, after reading yesterday's new Hulk issue. I'm stoked, man. Oh, yeah. Cap? You're I, uh, I am excited, but I still need to catch up with Hulk and Thor. I don't get my stuff built up tomorrow, so... That's fine. You're going to learn a lot in this episode. So we're all going to learn today. So to start us off, I think we'll just jump right into it, get it going. So like I said, I feel like to properly discuss this event and like really get into what we could be seeing, I think it's important to kind of see where we've been. So I think the story really starts the first time that we see Thor and Hulk actually fight each other is in uh, Avengers 3. And while this is technically their first fight, it's really it's really lackluster. It's not really a fight to be honest. It, I don't even remember what the conflict is, but basically uh Hulk like ties Thor up with like some railroad tracks and just kind of fucks off. He's like, "All right, peace." And, <laughs> See you later. Yeah, so that's like our technically first fight of Hulk and Thor. But again, that's, I don't really even consider that a fight. But after that, which is good couple years after that, the first, I would say, real kind of battle that we get from Thor and Hulk comes from Journey into Mystery, number 112. And that's from 1952. So in Journey into Mystery, number 12, you see a bunch of kids like arguing, kind of like how us fans argue. Oh, who's stronger, Thor? Uh, Thor uh, who's stronger, Hulk? You know, blah blah blah. And Thor sees this going down, and he's like, "Oh, what the fuck? You know, what's going on here?" <laughs> Basically, the issue kind of just plays on that kind of conversation of who's stronger, Hulk or Thor. And we actually get a flashback to that original fight in Avengers Three. And they say like, oh, well, there was a lot of that fight that you actually didn't see. And that's when we see them actually kind of really going at it. And they're, and it's a pretty good battle. You know, they go back and forth a good while. And did you guys have a chance to look through that a little bit? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, what are your guys' thoughts on this first, their first official battle? It, I'm going to take so it away like first. I am. Um, <laughs> I have not yet. 
So, Gorgon, you're up. <laughs> um, I just, I, I, you know, TJ and I were kind of talking about this yesterday morning, you know, a little bit on it, right? Like, there's uh, the, the Stan Lee method to approach a fight, um, right, Be between two heroes. The whole, like, idea of you never really have a winner, right? Like, I, they come to some conclusion, and then they go off together as a team. Or, right, like, the, the fight stops for some reason, and, and they go on to something else, right? Like, because it's this fun, sporting idea we have as fans who would be stronger, right? But we don't, you know, writers don't have to answer that question, right? Just tell a good story. And, and I, I agree to that to an extent. Um, also, as a fan, I really like seeing a hard winner. Um, so like, as opposed to that fight, right. Where like, yeah, they give us the flashback and everything. I, I really, I really think we're probably going to get a hard winner out of this. Um, and I'm looking to, you know, in comparing that fight to where we are now, mm -hmm. I, I really am looking forward to hopefully getting a hard winner from this fight. Who's victorious, not a, you know, oh, they got to go team up and do this. Not a, oh, the fight stopped because it was interrupted, yada, yada, like, I let's see somebody just get it booked down. You know, I, I'm really excited for that. Absolutely. Crossing the fingers. Cap, what do you think about the whole not having a winner aspect? Would you prefer a winner or do you like that yes. they keep it open? No, I don't. I'm not a fan of the whole, oh, it could be this person, it could be that. You know, I like a, he beat your ass, man. He got <laughs> you. You're done. Like, yeah. I like that. And I think I want a straight out winner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's kind of a main theme that we see throughout the years of not only just Thor and Hulk battles, but you know, superhero battles in general. They a lot of times are afraid to take a stance on one side or the other. And I we do have one in here that does have a clear winner. But again, that's kind of a central theme throughout Thor and Hulk's history is there's usually not a clear cut winner and they do it in a way so that we can argue and be like, well, actually, Thor was this, <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> actually. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like I said, they go at it and really the way the fight ends in that issue, we're talking about not a clear cut winner. So Thor, so while they're fighting, Thor asks Odin if he can lift the enchantment on Mjolnir, because at this time, he still has the persona of Donald Blake. So if he loses the hammer for more, I think it's like more than five minutes or a couple minutes, he'll revert back to Donald Blake. So when he's fighting Hulk, he sees that, you know, oh, this guy is pretty serious. So he's like, Odin, bro, my, my dog. He's like, you need to lift this enchantment for the next couple minutes so I can beat this dude's ass. And Odin's like, all right, my son, like, I got you. So he lifts the enchantment, and that allows actually Hulk to pick up Mjolnir, which I think this would be the officially the first time that Hulk has lifted Mjolnir. While it's not because he's worthy, he still lifted it, which I thought was pretty cool. So Hulk grabs Mjolnir, tries to beat Thor with it, but but it doesn't go as planned and it basically just ends with hulk being buried in a bunch of rubble and thor is just like all right my job here is done i'm out <laughs> and again it, there, bro. yep it leaves a very open-ended uh question you know what i mean like you can 
argue that, oh, well, Thor had to ask Odin to take the enchantment off in order to beat him. Like, that's not fair. But then you can also argue that, you know, Hulk doing this is not fair. So again, it really just ends very open-ended. And then after that, we don't get another Thor and Hulk battle until almost 20 years later. And there's going to be in 1973 with Defenders number 10. So in Defenders number 10, we see Hulk is, I think Hulk's working with Doctor Strange and I think maybe Namor as well. And they're, for whatever reason, they're looking for this like magical artifact. Uh, What is it? The evil eye. That's what they're looking for. And for whatever other reason, the Avengers and Thor are looking for the same thing. So that's where our conflict kind of sets the stage. So Hulk finds this artifact. Thor comes in and he's like, hey, man, can't let you do that. Like, you know, we got plans. And nope. yep, exactly. And of course, a fight ensues. And I would say that this fight was definitely more brutal, I guess you could say. Like, there's a lot of really cool uh, pages of them just really going at it. But the coolest part about this fight and the most interesting, I think, is it ends with basically they're beating the shit out of each other and it ends with them just like coming at each other and like locking in like like grasping each other like trying to overpower the other and they're both just so strong that neither of them budge and they literally hold in a standstill for over an hour until the avengers and dr strange come in and are like whoa 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 guys like Let's like stop, like this isn't going anywhere. We got to stop this. So I think this one to me was probably the first time we see them really going at it and seeing their, what's the word I'm looking for? Their equalness of strength, if you get what I mean. Like there's always the conversation of who's physically stronger, Hulk or Thor. And I think this issue is kind of our first glimpse of, their kind of equal power levels as far as it comes to physical strength. So let, let me ask you a question there if I can real quick. Um, so Strange comes in, right, and like does the intervention thing where we've been, all that. You know that like as much as Kate enjoys creating new things and doing things new, he also loves a good callback, right? Oh, so yeah. given where we are at with like the whole Strange is dead, right? Steven's gone, right? Now we have Clea, this whole run starting as much of a fan of Strange he is and everything from the past. Do you think think there's a chance we might see some Strange intervention here given the very first issue of Hulk was narrated by Dr. Stephen Strange? I think that's a very good possibility. I think very, very that's a good choice. I, I think that could be a neat thing to see. And I wouldn't put it past him. I think that could be a really like fun callback and a great way to like, you know, like throw some more at Clea right into everything and just jump her off heavy. Yeah. You know? I mean, Not his responsibility, but like, I feel like he'd have fun with it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and too, with where both Hulk and Thor are currently, I could see Dr. Strange needing to come in and intervene a little bit. Right. I think that could definitely. I love Shelligat. <laughs> I love anything with Strange. Just having they come in. <laughs> Strange. That's a good shirt. 
I had another That's question too, based on based on one of them you were saying earlier, right? So so he lifted the hammer, but it wasn't enchanted. So mm-hmm. it's not about him being worthy. I do love a good worthy conversation, and maybe we'll have like a, a whole podcast one day on a discussion on like worthiness and characters who like we would think are worthy, right? Sure. But say i think that could be fun for us um let us know in the comments somewhere like comment us on twitter if you guys think that'd be fun um but do you think hulk is worthy and do you think bruce banner is worthy do you think one is and one is not like as as a someone who's a big time thor fan right huge in the worthiness game who do you think here would be if one was that's honestly a hard question but it's a good, yeah, right? a very good question. I'll start. So I'll start this question off. There's a couple layers to this. I'll start it off. Yeah. Saying, I think, <laughs> I think the worthiness, <laughs> the worthiness would depend on who is in control. So I think the work, whether Banner is worthy or not, would be different than if whether Hulk is worthy. Like right, Harding, exactly. And I think given the situation. You know, Hulk could be worthy and Bruce Banner could not be worthy. And also vice versa. Maybe Bruce Banner is not worthy, but Hulk is worthy. And that kind of brings me to the kind of whole linchpin to this argument, at least for me, is I believe, and of course, this is my opinion, I believe that worthiness comes from situation. I think, like, obviously, there are people that are inherently worthy, like Thor. He's usually, like I said, worthy to wield the hammer <laughs> you that's a great point though i would i would argue too steve rogers is another person that is just inherently worthy like because the person that he is like his heart his motives the things that he wants to achieve i think that's what ultimately makes a person worthy but at the same, on the same token, the flip side of the coin, I don't think you have to be born with that. So like, again, Steve Rogers, someone like Thor there, I would say they are inherently worthy because of who they are. But then someone like Venom or Eddie Brock, I think while he might have not been born with this inherent worthiness, if we're talking about specifically King in Black and when he called Mjolnir to him then, To me, I think, again, it comes down to the situation. And in that situation, Eddie Brock, with what he was intending to do and what he wanted to do, made him worthy. And the the stakes of what was going on made him worthy. Because we also have to remember, at least up until this last uh, Thor run, which we'll get into, Mjolnir has a certain sentience to it itself. Like Mjolnir can make decisions and has its own almost personality. So really, you know, we can argue all day about worthiness, but I, in my mind, it really comes down to who does Mjolnir decide is worthy. Mjolnir can decide that for itself. It doesn't have to be just because, you know, some cosmic, you know, level of worthiness right. that whoever decided. So again, I think a lot of it comes down to the person and the situation. And I think there's a lot of characters, given the right situation and circumstances, would be able to wield Mjolnir. It's not just a, oh, you were not born worthy, so you'll never be able to lift it. Like I said, I think it's a lot more complicated than that. I agree all around. Yeah. 
No, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. And I could we all know I could go on and on about like how how like Eddie was worthy in that moment, right? Like I had that whole thread on it that blew up post King and Black. If we do a worthy episode, I'll take on that. So I, I'm I'm obviously biased and gonna absolutely second that Eddie Brock was worthy in that moment. Like, oh and like similar to like I said with Steve Rogers and Cap, if we're going off of like the MCU for for instance, in my my opinion, was Cap was always worthy. And so like in Age of Ultron, when we see the hammer kind of move a little bit, the reason why he couldn't outright, you know, pick it up at that moment was just because the time didn't, there was no need for him to wield that. Like they were just chilling in the house. Like he could have lifted it. Like I said, that doesn't mean that he wasn't worthy then. It just means that there was no situation in which Mjolnir needed to come to him. But then we fast forward to Endgame and we see Thor is getting his ass kicked, you know, million years away. And like I said, it's not that Cap necessarily became worthy in that moment. It's just that in that moment, Mjolnir and, you know, the sentience of it realize Thor is out of the game right now. Like something needs to happen. So Cap in that moment was able to call it to him. Like I said, I don't think it means that he became worthy in that battle. Just means that given the circumstances, Milner was like, all right, shit needs to get done. Cap's the guy. On that, um, actually on that topic, do you think, so we don't actually see Steve lift or call for Milner before he had standoff with it. So do you reckon, does he pick it up or does he call for it? Do you reckon does Steve know he's worthy and he calls for it? Or does he just go over and ah, fuck it and lift it? I think I think it's a little bit of both. I think, like you're saying, in I, obviously this is my opinion. I don't know. But I would imagine that he didn't know that he was worthy and he, he didn't know that the hammer was going to come to him. In my mind, I think it's, a, like I said, a kind of both of Mjolnir noticing and realizing Steve is there and that he is worthy and Steve knowing that he has to do something. And, you know, and I think that the hammer just kind of came to him. I don't, I don't even think like, like you were just saying, I don't really think he called it or was like, you know, Milnir come, you know what I mean? Like it just sort of happened and he just caught it and was like, all right, like let's, you know, here we go. But I don't know if I would say like he intentionally was like, oh, I remember in Age of Ultron, I kind of lifted the hand uh, of it, so let me try this. Like, I think it just sort of happened organically. I liked Vision. I, I liked when Vision <laughs> handed the hammer over, I think is one of my favorite, right? Because like, it implies a lot about like the soul, given who Vision is. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that he's barely been alive and and conscious for more than a few moments, mm-hmm. right? And just organically lifts Mjolnir and hands it over. We need to go. Like oh, awesome. <laughs> I, I <sighs> it's it's comedic and almost funny in mm-hmm. a way, right? Just as much as it's equally like thought provoking. I think that's one of my favorites for the hammer. And to me too, I think with that moment in particular, I think that's really just to kind of show like who vision is like just show like oh we can trust this guy and yeah because immediately thor just like okay cool accepts like what's i think that's really what that moment is because i mean 
I don't, I don't care personally to me. I think it's super cool, but I mean, you could go down the rabbit hole of like, oh, well, vision is an Android. So like are Androids worthy or do you know what I mean? Like how it all technically yeah. works. But to me, I don't like, I don't think we need to go into all that. It's just, it's meant to show who vision is that we can trust this guy. And I think that's kind of the end of it there. I love that. Pretty, yeah. pretty much like the elevator at the end. The elevator talk at the end of Age of Ultron between yeah. the three of them. It's like, yeah. if you put it in the elevator and it goes up, is the elevator worthy? You know? Which is a valid question. Yeah. No, it's not. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. <laughs> So anyway, back to this whole like fight we're about to have with Thor and Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I say. Uh, but uh, like Gorgon was saying, if you guys are interested in that, I think that would be a good topic, uh, the worthiness topic and how that relates to other characters. So like Gorgon said, if you guys are interested in hearing more of that, let us know in the comments. We could do a whole episode <laughs> on that. <laughs> but to continue on our Hulk and Thor battle, so, like I said, we end with Defenders 10, where they're locked in the standstill. And then the next kind of major fight, at least in my opinion, I think comes from Thor 385. And that's going to be from 1966. So, actually, a couple of years before the Defenders issue we just talked about. A and, lot of issues. Yeah, there's so many. Like I said, I try to just pick the kind of couple I thought were important. And if there's any that I missed, ones that you guys are super fans of, let us know in the comments. Let us know what we missed or what are some of your favorite battles. But in regards to Thor 385, so this is going to be one of the fights where the kind of status quo changes. And we see, like I said, in the fights before, you know, they go back and forth and it kind of ends abruptly. And in this one, Thor actually, this is the first time Thor actually fights Hulk without Mjolnir. So the fight starts happening and Hulk, with regards to their previous battles, he realizes that Mjolnir is a big factor in this fight. And he's like, Want, you know, put the hammer down, fight me man to man, and I'll kick your ass. And okay. so the way he does, and but Thor, we all know Thor loves his hammer. So he's like, screw you, man. I ain't doing that. Like, you're crazy. So the way he gets around this is Hulk actually kidnaps some lady. Like, while they're fighting, he just, like, grabs this lady. And he's like, you're going to put the hammer down or I'm going to kill this lady. Like, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> yeah, literally. And that, that's another thing, too, that I thought was interesting going back through these issues is seeing the kind of evolution of Hulk as a character. Because in these early issues, like he talks more or less like relatively like a normal person and he like it's just very different than Hulk that we see later on but like I said anyway he grabs this lady and he's like you're gonna put that hammer down or I'm gonna kill this lady and he even like puts her behind his back like I'm gonna smash this lady and so Thor is like fuck man I I get you <laughs> so he throws it and what the fuck, Hulk? Yeah, literally. I mean, hey, some people might call that cheap, but you got to do what you got to do. That's a stalemate right there. So Thor throws the hammer and Hulk proceeds to beat his ass. Like you guys know I'm the Thor guy here, but Hulk beats Thor's ass. I'm not afraid to say it. 
Good for Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we all need every once in a while, right? Yeah, let him get a win. Yeah, so like I said, he throws the hammer. Hulk proceeds to just kind of get the smackdown on Thor. Hulk smashes a whole train into Thor. Like he just grabs his train, smashes the hell out of him. And Dude, wait, you're you're telling me Hulk smashed? No way. Uh. <laughs> Hulk, who's, Hulk, who's not known to smash, smashed? No spoiler way. alert! Spoiler alert! Hulk smashed. Hulk smashed. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk ran a train on Thor. Oh, damn right. Uh, hey. Smashed. Ayo. That's, that's the After Hours episode. <laughs> so, like I, so, basically, like I said, Hulk is just beating Thor's ass more or less. And then it really ends with uh, Thor calling Mjolnir back. And then Hulk is just like, I'm done with this. And he kind of fucks off. So, while it isn't like I said, it's not a clear cut like winner loser. I I think I might have to give the win to Hulk here on this one in particular. Like Hulk just gets bored and just says, "I've already beat you. That's fine." Like and just leaves. Like okay, you guys are still thinking about that after hours. Huh? <laughs> well, like that, like he's just gone. I saw him. Like, I'm Hi, sorry, welcome I'm to the Sons of after dark. This is yeah. Gordon speaking. We hope you're having a fantastic <laughs> evening. Oh, but... hey, hey, save it, save it for the show. Come on. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that he just like gets bored and leaves though. Like I, I right, like it's I, and maybe that's almost like the childlike nature of Thor that right or or Hulk that sometimes wrote right that that he's almost childlike. I don't like that because like you said he originally started out very intelligent in that state with it right and then over yeah. time we got this full separation him banner right times where they come together all that but that's that is very childlike i think in a fun way for me right like i'm he's beating him up like a like a kid would beat up his toys right or or a rival and then when it's done he's just like eh, not fun anymore okay. drops the toy leaves yeah. like I, yeah, I, I kind of, there's some humor in that for me. I like that. Like, I just, like, whips out a fucking train to beat you with and just, like, beat you and then just goes, oh, I'm bored. <laughs> Thor takes a beating, man. And not only that, but the w one thing that is interesting, I will say, while Thor definitely got his ass beat this fight, there is a point <laughs> where Hulk is just, like, getting so frustrated because Thor just keeps coming you know what i mean he's like why won't you basically like why won't you fucking die like you know and he just keeps pounding him and he's just like why like i'm so strong like why will you not fucking break which i think if i want to give my boy thor some you know praise in this episode i will say he doesn't go down technically like that's why i say this fight's kind of still up in the air because he technically doesn't go down so I guess you can argue that it's still there's no clear cut winner. But like I said, in my in my opinion, I'm giving I'm giving Hulk the win on this one. Hulk gets a W. Hulk gets a W. Cap, what what's your final verdict? Hulk win, Thor win. Uh no, the, the Hulk ran a train on Thor, man. I'm giving yeah. Hulk the win. <laughs> Cap is just stuck on the train. <laughs> Oh man! So really, get, really bring a name to that strongest Avenger. Let me tell you. Like, <laughs> hey now, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So after that, so this is the one where this is a clear cut winner. 
And I think this is the one that we're going to have the most kind of conversation about because it's very polarizing for a lot of people. And this is going to come from Hulk, Let the Battle Begin. This was a run, or I think it was only a single issue from 2010. And basically, it just kind of kicks off your normal kind of Hulk story, like Banner wakes up not knowing where the hell he is. And he's like, you know, go find a place to stay. You know what I mean? Your typical Hulk stuff. And then the Wrecking Crew comes and I I forget what their plan, something with the Mount, uh, not Mount Everest, but the dude, the presidents, you know, the presidents. Yeah. Thank you. So they're doing something. So Hulk comes by and he's like, get the fuck out of here. And, you know, obviously battle ensues, which side note, before I get into the Thor and uh, Hulk stuff, there is an absolutely hilarious panel in this book. I'll try to put it up on the video, but the, the guy from the Wrecking Crew, Wrecker, the guy with the crowbar, right? right. I don't know why this is in there. It's so weird, but it's hilarious. Hulk literally grabs dude's nuts and like <laughs> we yeah like he's like like he throws him to the ground and you see Wrecker and he's like no god no please and Hulk just like grabs his nuts <laughs> I was like and they don't they don't comment on it literally the next panel is just like something completely different and I was just like that is so random and fucking weird. <laughs> it is so I make sure I got this right. This is our second episode on a podcast, <laughs> and it's already our most sus episode <laughs> because you got Hulk over here running a train on Thor and then grabbing dude's nuts in the next battle. Like, poor. Hey. hey, man, oh, I, don't, like, I don't make the news, bro. I just report it, man. I just thought <laughs> you was out there. <laughs> Stamp. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, it's like one of the craziest panels I've ever seen. I'm just like, what the hell? It, it, it was so fucking funny. I was dying. But besides Hulk grabbing people's nuts, after that, Thor shows up and he's like, basically, it's like the amount of destruction caused by the him fighting the Wrecking Crew is ultimately like worse than what the Wrecking Crew was even going to do in the first place. So yeah, Thor shows up. Yeah, Thor shows up and he's like, you got to cut this shit out. You know what I mean? Stop this shit. And this is where the controversy begins. So Hulk, and like we were talking about before, Mjolnir is really the linchpin in all these fights. That's where, you know, the kind of crux of the fight happens. In this one, though, instead of Hulk trying to get Mjolnir away from Thor or taking it himself, Instead, he just grabs Thor's hand while he's holding Mjolnir and proceeds to beat him with his own arm holding Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Literally, stop hitting yourself. Two-year-old style (laughs) beats Thor with his own hammer. And Thor, like, literally fucking goes down. And he's sitting there bloody. And this is, there's no argument here. Hulk Hulk wins this this interaction for sure but where the controversy comes is a lot of people say that that's cheap a lot of people say that that's not fair that you know how are you going to use his own hammer blah 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 so I want to hear your guys thoughts what are your thoughts do you think that's cheap do you think that's valid do you think what do you think I'll let Cap take it first yeah Cap I want to hear your thoughts 
I think if you're able to beat some guy with his own arm, then you deserve the win. Drop the hammer. Drop it. It's really hard to argue. And my so my simple yet so elegant. Like I love that. <laughs> yeah, same. It's like there's like I said, throughout all these other battles, it's like, oh, how can I get Milner away? How you know, how can we, you know, even up this fight a little bit? And in this one, you just throw all that away. He's like, I'm gonna beat you to death with your own fucking <laughs> like fuck you, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> That shit's hilarious. And like I said, as the Thor fan here, I'm sure some people might, you know, expect me to defend my boy here or, you know, try and argue my way out of this. But I can't. I To me, that is completely valid. Like, while Hulk can't lift Mjolnir itself, but Thor can. And if Hulk is strong enough to manipulate Thor's own arm, like Cap was saying, that's that's valid to me. You know what I mean? Like he can, yeah. And we saw, like we were talking about in Defenders number ten, we see that their strength level is rather equal. I mean, I'm sure there, you know, somebody in the comments will post a panel of something like, oh, well, actually, in this issue, it shows your strength, but you know, whatever. But for all intents and purposes of this argument, we're going to say that, you know, from Defenders 10, their strength is equal. So if Hulk can equal Thor's strength, it's completely reasonable for me to assume that he would be able to grab his hand and use it against Thor himself. I, I don't see a problem with that. That doesn't conflict with any rules of worthiness or the enchantment of Mjolnir in my mind. You and I talked kind of on like this yesterday morning a little bit, right? Like when, when people say, oh, it's cheating. And I don't find it cheating also for another simple reason, similar to Cap. Like I, I, I like Caps very much. That's that's far more elegant than, than I would have like just thought that's so simple. Like, bro, kudos, <laughs> um, straight up. But I don't, I, I come at it from like a logistic standpoint, right? Like if you know that your enemy has like a strength level or a weapon and you still choose battle with them, why would you not expect them to use like what use that? That's I, you know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. it's you, you go into that fight knowing it. It's a, I remember, you know, in Endgame, there were people who are like, oh, it's cheating the way Thanos used the stones, used the gauntlet against, you know, Captain Marvel. No, it's not. I, the whole fight is literally like the whole movie is he has this weapon. We have to get it back from him. Do you just expect him to not use it every time the Avengers like come in to attack? No, it's not cheating. It's not cheap. That's just the weapon he happens to have at the time. I'm. It's not cheap for Captain America to use a shield. It's not cheap for Thor to use Mjolnir. That is their weapons. At that moment, that is his weapon. It's not cheap or cheating. Awesome. Sorry, guys. Like, I'm not sure where this interrupted. I uh, hope you all enjoy the technical difficulties broadcast. You're probably going to be getting that a lot with us for a minute. So thank you for your patience as we start out. We appreciate it. Um, the Zoom just to try to, to attack us today. So, but don't worry. We fought it like Hulk and Thor did and we won. Um, so we're back. Um, but yeah, so wherever that cut me off at on that, like I said, I feel like, you know, if it's, if, if they have a weapon and go into battle with them, you should expect them to use that weapon that's just common sense to me so i don't think it's cheating i all he used was his strength and if you go into fighting hulk you should know that hulk is strong so if he's strong enough to grab your arm and beat you with your arm then 
W. Good for him. Fair play. And I think, like, the point you just made, in a fight or a battle or whatever, anything on the playing field is fair game. At least that's how I look at it. So, you know, if Mjolnir is there, it can be used. Similarly, if the Infinity Gauntlet is there, it's fair use. Like, anything in a fight to me is fair it's not cheap to use the tools at your disposal you know what i mean like is it everyone loves that scene from john wick but is it cheap that john wick used a pen to fight those dudes like is that cheap no that's fucking dope you know uh, that shit was unreal man <laughs> And that's OP. We've all heard the horror stories of what John Wick can do with the pencil. So it's not like he brought a cheap weapon. That's an OP weapon right there. Exactly. Exactly. So, so then we're all in agreement then that's fair Hulk W there. It's two W's for Hulk so far. We got two dubs for Hulk. Uh, Like I said, (laughs) we're not going over every single fight. I'm sure that there's fights where Thor, you know, takes a W, but Right now, for their, you know, the major ones, we got Hulk 2-0 right now. And I think that's kind of important going into this new run. So we talked about where we've been. We've talked about, you know, their kind of fights throughout history. So now I guess let's talk about where we are and where we are now with both these characters. So we just finished up the God of Hammers arc in Thor. And spoilers, by the way, for anyone out there that's a little behind on Thor. But basically, this run ends with Thor in kind of a new place. Uh, The run kind of, uh, it kind of brings to a close everything that was kind of set up for the run. So you have in this run, Mjolnir becomes kind of sentient and is like, you know what, Thor? I'm sick of your bullshit, man. Like, I'm doing my own thing. And so that's where the whole God of Hammer arc kind of starts. And I won't really get too much into it for anyone out there that still hasn't read it and wants to read it. But again, spoilers, the way it ends is the, the mother storm, the entity that was uh, not infecting, but that was inside of Mjolnir, it more or less gets replaced by the Odin force and not necessarily the Odin force, but Odin himself. So Odin, again, spoilers, Odin doesn't make it through this arc. And at the end, at the end of the arc, Thor destroys Mjolnir, like beats it against the ground until it's completely broken. Again, I won't go too much into it for anyone who wants to read the issue. But after Mjolnir is in pieces, his sister, Angela, she, her and the other angels reforge Mjolnir for Thor. And they, and she says, she's like, you know, there's no enchantments on it anymore, but this is your hammer. Like, you know, uh, I, she says something cool, but like a Thor should always have a hammer, you know, something along those lines. Right. And then we see Thor go to the hammer and he's just like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, I think he says like something to Odin, like, I wish, you know, my father was here. And then the hammer is like, get off your knees, boy. Like gods don't bend, you know, gods don't kneel or something like that. So it's left with the idea that Odin is now possessing the hammer of Mjolnir. Now what that means and what that means for like what Mjolnir could possibly do now, I don't really know, but that's where it kind of leaves off. And that's kind of 
where we're at with Thor right now. And we don't really know where he's going next. And Mjolnir looks different now. Yes. So it has the cracks. It's like I said, it was reforged. So it has the cracks in it. But now instead of the typical kind of bluish, like lightning hue that usually comes off of it, it's now gold. There's like yeah, a gold like hue coming through it, which I think is super cool. Did you read, did either of you guys get a chance to read Hulk yesterday? I did not read it, but I know what happens and I love it. So this is going to be spoilers <laughs> tomorrow. This is going to be some spoilers uh, for you, Cap. I'm sorry. And this is going to be spoilers yep. for anybody when this issue comes out. But by the time this came out, you'll have had a week. So in Hulk number six, it's wrapping up current Hulk's arc, right? Where he's been in this other dimension and all this fun stuff. And it ends and he's going back through that time portal, basically thing he has going on or dimension portal rift, whatever you want to call it, right? I and he go, starts going through it and immediately like incoming missile. And he's like, who on earth could be hitting me out here? And then he looks at it, he's like, oh, that. And it ends with Mjolnir just coming at him through this rift with the Odin gold all over it, the rainbow, right, falling behind it like it was teleported through the Bifrost at him. I just ready to smack into the face, jumping straight into this fight we're about to have in this deal. So that I was wondering why it was golden laced when I saw it. I didn't get to read um, and catch up on my on my my Thor yet. So that is very interesting. Yeah, like I said, I don't really know what that entails. If like I said, if it's just Odin is the hammer now, or if it's possessed by like his power if that means that we're going to be seeing some new stuff coming from Mjolnir, like new abilities that maybe couldn't use before. I, like I said, I don't really know. It's up in the air right now. But I think, again, like we were talking about, when it comes to Hulk versus Thor, Mjolnir is usually a linchpin in these fights. So I think with this new Starship Hulk that we have and this new Mjolnir that we have, it makes things very interesting with how it could go. I think it, both of those two pieces are going to be a major part of if we do have a winner, who's going to win this battle. And for those of you who aren't reading Hulk right now, what he's saying by Starship, if, if you haven't uh, caught up on this Hulk run, what's happened is, and we're not sure yet 100% how this ties to coming off the heels of Immortal Hulk. We do know that it will be expanded. Donnie Cates has said that. The El Paso incident that's referenced and we learned a little bit about will be expanded and will show how this ties to the last one. So if you are if you are reading it and you're waiting for it to tie to that and make sense, please be patient. Donnie Cates does a great job if you give him time. Just give the man a minute to tell a story. Um, but it's what's happened is Bruce Banner his his taking the body of Hulk. He's accepted that when he dies, Hulk will still be here, right? And he will not, and that the world will not be ready for Hulk to have the body and reign supreme unbedded, right? So he says now is with what limited time in his lifespan he has left. It's his trying to shine. So he's taken over Hulk's body and turned it into a literal freaking starship with a command center he sets at, and he keeps Hulk's consciousness in this engine room where he cranks up this level with all kinds of tortures and enemies to, to keep Hulk angry and uses Hulk's anger and rage to fuel the ship. So going into this fight, I think this is different because you're not, it's not just Hulk versus Thor here. It's actually Banner 
piloting Hulk as like a mecha versus Thor here, which is a very different ball game. Yeah. Um, I, 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 think, I didn't think of it like that, but that's a very great point for it, Really great. Yeah. And I think people I, uh, underestimate Banner. That's what I was about to say. I think it, that's, that's maybe scarier than just an all-out rageful Hulk. I think you have the mind of Banner plus the rage of Hulk. That's pretty fucking terrifying. Absolutely. In the very first issue of this Hulk run, it's narrated by Doctor Strange, right? Back when Steven's still here. And he says in there that he something he's always feared he, he thinks might be true, and that it's not Banner was protecting us from Hulk, that Hulk was protecting us from Banner, right? I And coming from Doctor Strange, the weight that has as a statement is huge. I, I think that Kate knew from the start, obviously he knew from the start this would be where he was going, but I think that right there should probably be our biggest clue for just how powerful this fight has the potential to be, mm-hmm. because now he, Thor's having to come in with not just Mjolnir, but Odin Mjolnir now for a fight versus Banner piloting a Mecha Hulk. This is a very different fight, I think, than any of these Hulk versus Thor fights. I'm excited for this, man. Yeah, I would. I agree with everything you just said. And like I said, I think that's a very good point <clears throat> that I didn't even really think about is, you know, I think the what's going to make this one different is, like you said, it's not just Thor versus Hulk. In reality, it's Thor versus Banner. And that, you know, I we could argue, I think, like Cap said, that could be even scarier than just Thor versus Hulk. I agree all around. What do you think, Cap? Yeah, I am. Uh... I'm lost for words. I, <laughs> I, I am so lost for words. I, um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough. I haven't, I haven't read any of them yet. I'm so far behind. That's fine. That's fine. That's cool. Oh, yeah. But regards to Hulk, though, do you think that? So, did you read Immortal Hulk? Yes. Okay. So, I, Gorgon, I know you haven't read it completely, but you have a pretty right. good understanding of it. So, yeah, one, most thing of will, it. one thing I will bring up is in regard to the <clears throat> strength argument that, you know, who's stronger, whatnot. I think it is going to be interesting, and we we're just talking about the connections of Immortal Hulk to this new Hulk run, with the way that Immortal Hulk ended and the realization that the Hulk is more or less like the one above all like that's like his rage like the hulk is basically a physical embodiment of his like the one above all's rage and like violence and i'm interested to see if that is gonna not necessarily like we'll get a call to that but just that we kind of have this new almost power scaling for for hulk like obviously we've had like world breaker hulk and all this stuff, but with Immortal Hulk, it kind of, again, in my mind, says there really is no limit to Hulk's strength or his power. And I think- It just expand. What'd you say? It just expands. Exactly. And I think, like I said, I think that could be an interesting thing to play into this fight. And like I said, I think a lot of that has to do with Banner's new whole plan of this starship and even like Gorgon is showing up right here, this new Titan character that we have, 
which is basically what basically Hulk's Hulk. If Hulk had a Hulk, if the Hulk That's exactly what Titan is, is Hulk's Hulk, right? Like yeah, even yeah. his his mom's personification, right? Like is is something that Banner sees within this with his DID and all that, right? And and all that going on, and he she literally gives this speech about like you know it's kind of like funny and not fair right like listing all these characters who have a hulk or have had a hulk right i bruce ross betsy right like all these different people with it who've, who've had different hulks and stuff going on and then she's like how come the hulk can't have a hulk and and it's like that form of his consciousness right that disassociates right and separates she is commanding Titan within there, not him, right? Although they're one and the same, it's that part of his, you know, like I, identity doing it. And I think that's almost more terrifying. Mm -hmm. I, within itself, is it's Banner has, has snapped, right? And he even says in this issue, like he always knew this was going to like come back to bite him in the face, right? I, I won't give full spoilers on how the fight goes down because it's just like I have read this issue like five times in the today. It's it just comes at you so hard. I if if somehow Titan's able to pop out in this this fight with him versus Thor right now, I think that's gonna put this to a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. I because Titan is literally he's lost control. Yeah. Right. I for the Hulk's Hulk to appear, right? When when Hulk and Banner have this dichotomy, that's not how the dichotomy works for Hulk's Hulk. Clearly, I it's a different level of lost control. We know that it has something to do with El Paso and like from previous deals, and that's how come like Banner fears it, right? It's something he's not a fan of. So like yeah, this thing is is massive. I think they say it's like thirty something feet tall. Like I, man. If yeah. that pops out in this fight versus Thor, I am going to lose my ever-loving mind. Yeah, well, that's what I'm kind of getting at is there's a lot of new toys in the sandbox now, like w between the other fights that we've had with, like we were just saying, with the Mortal Hulk, with this new Titan persona, there's a lot more to play with here. And I, I, I honestly don't know how it will go down. Like, it's really, at least for me, obviously, I'm the Thor guy, so I'm going to be Team Thor all day. But I really, if you were to ask me, like, oh, who would you bet money on? I really don't know. And especially with the way that Thor's last arc ended, it, it really could go so many different ways. And I guess with this last panel of Hulk, we get kind of an idea of how this is, how this stage is being set up. But I still think there's a, at least for me, there's a lot of questions to be answered of, okay, well, why, like, why is Thor even looking for Hulk in the first place? Like, why is he even crossing paths with this starship Hulk that's going through these different dimensions and whatnot? What even put Thor on, onto this path like that that doesn't make sense to me right now I mean not saying that in a bad way just saying I think that's something we're yet to learn and yeah. like I said I really I really don't know how this is going to go I'm excited for it I'm excited that I don't know how it's going to go I think that I can tell you who's going to win I can tell you right now who's going to win I say yeah we got to get into official stances so we all know I'm for <clears throat> so what are you who are you guys taking for this fight you got to take stance I don't want to hear I can't pick. You got to you got to pick one. 
Team Thor. Team Thor? Yeah. Let's do it, Cat. Let's do it. Gorgon, you're going to pick Hulk. I know it. <laughs> Stir I'm taking the, the fans. We win. Done. What did you say? I'm picking the fans. We win. Right? Like, I, okay, that's, okay. that's the ultimate winner in this is the fans for me. Right? That's I fair. think that's, that should be the attitude we all have going in. That's fair, but no, Gorgon. You have to. You're not leaving. <laughs> you got to pick. I don't care. It, you literally I, just I agree with yes, you. But no. I agree <laughs> with you. We are the true winners. But for the yeah, sake then I'm picking of Hulk. Time, I'm, then I'm picking Hulk. I'm or, or Banner. I more or less. I don't know. Like I'm. I'm not sure how it's going to go. Whether it's you know like Banner manages to stay in control or you know with a with some of the stuff you know I didn't spoil for this issue. He and Hulk are gonna have to have a conversation later about some of the interaction they had here which is different because so far their interaction in this run has been banners pushing the lever and torturing him right like they have a very different moment in this than they've had in the run that they're gonna have to talk about um later so with that in mind you know it could be they come to a partnership and they're working together it could be banner loses control and hulk turns into titan right the the next hulk comes out this could go so many ways so however you want to personify whatever they are that's where i'm putting the money on so like yeah we can have you two back in thor and i will back hulk on this that's fine. And that's yeah, that's man. exactly why I'm picking X-Men for our Axe event, because I know both of y'all are on the opposite side. So I got to stir the pot, man. I got to go Team X. You do what you have to do, man. It's, it's <laughs> not stop you from getting an ass open, like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I feel sorry for you, but... I, with all due respect, for I me. would love to vacation to Krakoa. A murder prison orgy palace sounds like such a good place to visit for a weekend. But do I want to pull a murder prison orgy palace against literal gods in a fight? I don't know, man. Maybe Storm. The rest of you can probably stay home. Like... Hey, all I got to say is I'm going to be doing my X homework over the next couple of weeks and I'm coming with my, with the X side for all my X fans out there. I'm with you. I, I join your group. I am with you in this event. <laughs> oh, I'm like, it was nice knowing you fellas. Nice knowing you. visit your graves. <laughs> We're all looking forward to this event. I hope all you guys as listeners and watchers are, are really looking forward to this next event. Um, please tag us on Twitter and tell us what you thought of today's episode or down in the comments below if you're looking at us on YouTube and let us know who you think is going to win in this Thor versus Hulk debate. Um, and if you have any predictions for how it's going to go, we'd love to hear you guys' theories too. Like, uh, nerd out with us, please. Yes, theories are always welcome. We always love nerding out. And like Corgan said, we want to hear what side you guys are taking. So let us know in the comments. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know if you're Team Hulk, Team Thor. Again, I don't want to hear any of that. I can't pick a side. If you're commenting, you got to pick a side. All right? Doesn't matter what side you pick, but you got to pick one. So again, like Gorgon said, thank you for coming and hanging out with us today. Thank you for checking this out. We hope that you guys are as excited for this event as we are. Looking towards the future, though, our next episode, we are going to be talking <coughs> all about Captain America. It is our boy Cap's shining hour. We are going to be calling it Shield Talk. It's going to be everything that you want from a Captain America episode. 
And Cap, you want to give the people a little idea of what we're going to be talking about? Yeah. So um, obviously, we're going to be talking about new run. Um, depending when this next episode airs, it could be just after Sam's first issue. But either way, we're going to have issue zero with both Sam and Steve. Um, we'll talk about talk a bit about uh, the United States of Captain America and leading into this. So it's going to be good. Awesome. I can't wait. I'm super, I'm behind on cap stuff on my cap content. So I'm personally super excited. I feel like I'm a fan. So I'm excited for that. We hope all of you guys are excited for it. If you guys are catch up on your cap history, because like I said, we're going to be talking all things cap and we have the captain America himself to bring it all to you. So we hope to see you next time. Thank you again for listening. Please. If you'd like us subscribe, Leave a comment, follow us on Twitter. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to nerd out with you. Tell me how long you vacation in Krakoa's murder prison orgy palace. <laughs> Everyone let Gorgon know how long your vacation at Krakoa. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. All right, guys. It's been wonderful. I can do this all day.